Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk, where we have a more consistent release schedule than Hatchbox's PLA filament supply. Ooh, you're right. I was just trying to buy some today. <laughs> I know. And I thought yeah. that was a very appropriate intro, given uh, what we're going to be talking about today, because uh, obviously uh, Tom and I are here. Uh, Eric is uh, dealing with uh, his family. And I shouldn't say dealing. Eric is uh, off being a family man. And uh, joining us on the show today, we have, once again, Meeker. Hello. Welcome back. Good to be back. So, Meeker, you know how I told you I, uh, I was going to start printing your blasters? Yes. You all know which one I'm going to start with? Which one are you going to start with? MK31. Oh, my goodness. The best one. <laughs> in, case, in case you don't remember, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just feel like that'd be a funny one to start with. If it fits, you're getting an Ender 3 size machine, right? Yeah. I think to print it, didn't you have to have it at like two 45-degree angles? And <laughs> it's really Is tall. Is it tall? Really? Yeah. It's really I, tall. I'll, I'll run it through Cura right now. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be kind of embarrassing if I do need a bigger, if I do need a taller printer. I mean, I, I could probably slice it in half for you. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to glue it together and you don't get the alignment right. And I'll you get put it in alignment everywhere. tabs. Come on now. Like what do you peg. think I am? <laughs> I, I think you're meeker. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'm right. So There'll be alignment tabs. Yeah, you know, I've been talking the last couple episodes about all these uh, like master quality lightsabers that I've been printing since uh, no nerf that's, is going on. I've been seeing you work on those. Yeah, the guy, the the main guy that's designing them on Thingiverse does a lot of that. So like he'll have an alignment tab, but then it'll have like three three fins coming off of the tab, so that you can't misalign it when you put it on. So that way the the cover tech wheel is always pointing to the correct side and you you know you don't risk uh you know having like the the little gold box on the graphlex you know uh on the wrong yeah. side of the it, it's really clever how he has designed it so that you can't mistakenly um put it together wrong so maybe need to take a look at that i don't yeah. have a lot of that kind of greebly stuff that uh needs to be keyed so precisely but sometimes it comes up yeah, these 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 models just amaze me. I've done what four, eight, nine, ten. I've done ten now for myself, and then I also did a set of Asajj Ventress's um, lightsabers for a friend of mine for his birthday that I'm giving them to him on Saturday. So, are they supportless or do they need support? It it depends on the part. Some of them I have done completely supportless. Other ones I've had to do really support heavy, like Qui Gon Jinn's. Uh, because it's got those mm-hmm. fins uh, in the grip, you actually have to print the cylinder on its side, and so the Ooh. the underside gets really ugly from all the supports. But then you're putting a silver sleeve over it, and it hides everything. Um, huh? Smart. There's so the, the main guy that's designing them is uh, Case Study Number Eight, um, and he designs it mostly from an engineer's eye. And then there's another guy on. Uh, Thingiverse that will remix them a lot, and he has more of an eye for clean prints. So sometimes he'll he'll cut pieces apart, or he'll um, he'll completely redesign a portion of it. Like um, who was it? Uh, Plo Koon's lightsaber has a bunch of larger ring, smaller ring, larger ring, smaller ring sections, 
and the original mm-hmm. designer just made them all as one piece and then the other uh, guy the other guy went through and actually did it all as individual rings so you can even print it in the multiple colors that it's supposed to be and then those slide over a peg so yeah. much cleaner printing it, it's more work but it definitely looks better when you do the, the um and his his username is unamatrix red so so Tim, sorry to get off topic, but Meeker, why is this like a foot tall? It just seemed like a good size. Yeah, I mean, you need, this thing is massive, Tim. You need to have, and, and he's talking about the Mark Thirty One. Talking about the MK Thirty One. Yeah. This thing is huge. Well, you got to have enough. To, you got to have enough to grab it in your hand, and then have room for the dart to go down in it, so that when you flick it, it slides yep. out of the. Uh... Bro, I'm just trying to avoid cadaverism. <laughs> and for the. Uh... I guess for the listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, other than that we're calling it a wand, I made it as a joke last April 1st. Or was it this year during Corona? Oh, my goodness. No, it was, it was last year. Okay. I think. Are we I mean, sure? Actually, I've got I don't to pull know up right now. I, I mean, I've got to pull up. I made it as a joke. and uh, But basically, what, imagine that you've got a piece of no, barrel from material. This you put the dart in the end of the barrel, and you flick it to throw hey, it. That guys, actually works pretty well. So, I have no idea because I've never printed it. Sorry, sorry to pause for a second. Can you hear my dog barking in the background? I cannot. No. I'm pretty sure it's coming through these, on my end. These mics we use, like, don't no, like. I'm not hearing anything at all. Yeah, but it's not what you can hear. It's what's what my mic is picking up. Because you got to remember, what my mic is feeding to you guys hearing is not what my mic is feeding into the recorder. Because I, I'm mine's oh, my so output's going to two separate points spots um pause for one second let me run down and see if i can quiet him down i'll be right back so now let's talk about the wand while he's doing what he's doing (laughs) yeah wait is tim is he still recording now i don't know i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to find all your blasters on here actually no i can just go to this and go straight to your profile because i think the mk what's the newest one you made the one that uh the newest one released is the 26 the newest one i made is also the 26. But there's another couple that aren't released yet, and then there's some that are still experimental. I'm trying to think what the one I'm thinking of is. You've got 15 designs on Thingiverse. That's quite a few. Huh. I've probably released yet. I saw someone someone print it the other day. Was it Chills? Printed which? It wasn't a Springer's flywheel. It's one that has, like, another mag storage in the front. Yeah, that's the MKP. Okay. That one... So, I did... Mark 26 was designed a long time ago, and I just had to finish it up. The MKP is a newer design. Like, I clean-sheeted it during Corona somehow. But um, I released it before I released the Mark 26. Okay. Um, the Mark 26, they're mostly on my Etsy now. Um, oh, okay. Because I'm on uh, Thingiverse checking. Yep. Yep. Okay. I pulled... Yeah, I'll just buy it. I think I pulled all my blasters off Thingiverse because I was having I, th- I told you about this last time or did I? No, I was having maybe. problems with pirates and no. Thingiverse was just like Thingiverse is kind of trash when it comes to that. Oh, it was well. Besides the piracy, it was just dying. Like you couldn't upload, you couldn't download. You couldn't oh navigate. yeah, it was, that might have been before they did their big uh, overhaul. Yeah, then they did. It was during they did some of the overhaul. And then they waited, and you just couldn't do anything. And I'm like, yeah, for, for a while, Thingiverse was just awful. And on, um, on Thingiverse, you have the 15, the 18, the 16, the Esper 18, 
and then the 29, and the 31, of course. Yep. And I you should have people... made people pay for the 31. Well, I think the only... Uh, I don't... I wasn't selling files at that point. But the the only one that you can get uh, on Thingiverse for real is the 31. I think all the rest of them I pulled off of there, but I kept the listings up. And okay. I think I've edited them all to show where I actually keep them now. I still give out the 15 for free. I just hosted on my own uh, Google Drive. Um, and then the rest of them I put on my Etsy Sorry. for a nominal charge. I had to uh, bribe the kids to play with them. <laughs> All right. What was on Etsy for a nominal charge? All right, well, we charge? did the whole thing while you were gone. Oh, awesome. We were, we were just chatting about we were just chatting about Thingiverse. Okay. Is it stuff that I should cut out or leave in? or? Uh, no, you, you can leave it in. All it's right. fine stuff. Not much profanity. I actually don't think there was any. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I I know I kind of went off on a side tangent again about lightsabers, um, but yeah, it's uh, just normal Tim stuff. Yeah. As far as blasters, you know what blaster really impressed me in its engineering was the spamf. When I was yeah, the spamf is I, the spamf is better than I thought it would be. It is a cool piece that it works the way it does. Yeah. Meeker, have you ever been inside one? I have seen them used, but I have not had one myself. If, no. if you Partly ever, because I just designed my own blasters. Yeah, and, and I completely appreciate that. But if you ever get the opportunity to look at how he designed, how everything goes together, like the portions that are screwing directly into plastic reuse the screws from the Falcon Fire, which is great. Um, yeah. The, um, the parts that don't where he had to like create something to screw into instead of creating uh, a screw post. He actually made a spot to put brass standoffs. So you're screwing Mm -hmm. into actual brass and it's just, it's a really well done design. I I was really impressed when I was putting them together with how well it was designed. Well, I have my own thing about the brass standoffs versus screws. What's that? Um, Enlighten us. The testing I've well, the testing I've seen indicates that a screw that's properly threaded in the PLA and a brass standoff have about the same failure load, and it's the failure of the PLA. So a brass standoff, you increase the area, but I can do that same thing with fewer parts just using a bigger screw if I need that much load. Um, my Mark 18 uses a single either number four or number six coarse thread sheet metal screw to hold the plunger head onto the plunger rod. And it holds it against, and it's like in tension, the worst possible way for the screw to be oriented. And it's holding it up against a K25. And I've never had that part fail. Nice. Um, the MKP that we were talking about earlier, in prototyping the shell for it, I took the screws in and out of the printed plastic part dozens of times, and they still hold just fine. I stripped out the screw heads before I stripped out the screw holes in the plastic. Um, So I think it's a case of we've got to use the hardware that is appropriate for the application. And I know historically we've been trying to use like sheet metal or uh, machine thread screws in plastic parts. And those are obviously going to have a hard time because they don't really adhere to anything but steel or brass or something that can hold a fine thread. Um, Maybe polycarb. 
But since we're printing in plastic, which behaves more like sheet metal or like wood and has kind of a low deformation rate, if we use a screw with a more aggressive thread, it'll self-cut its own threads. It's an easier piece to design with, and it's cheap, and it works. Um, I mean, the, the screws I'm using have metric equivalents. I think the number four is an M2.6 or 2.5, and the number six is a 3.5, and they are pretty much interchangeable. Um, so I just draw a 2.6 millimeter hole, 15 millimeters deep, and a number four by one half will fit in it every time. Sweet. I was trying to think. I so, I think the only blaster of yours I've built so far is the uh, the Meek Out. And I, that one uses them, but I think it can also use the stock screws because they're sized that way. They might be a little too small. They, yeah, I think they were. If anything, I think it was the head was a little bit too small. Yeah. But for five bucks, you can go get a box of 100 and be good for yep. however many builds you want to do. Yep, I have a whole box of them sitting down there. So, so I'm, I'm looking through Thingiverse right now, and I think it's interesting. You know, I I would think that more would have come out over quarantine. I'm, I think it's because it was broken. People bailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Searching it was uh, the scatter cannon has a lot of new stuff added for it. Yes, he's been working, um, but a lot of the other, uh, especially the other nerfers, bailed. Yeah. Scatter cannon's interesting. I kind of want to build one. I helped him with like an Americanization of the version one scatter cannon, but I haven't messed with it since. Yeah, I was interested in that when it first came out, and I just I don't know. It 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 still would oh, be he, cool. He's an Aussie. But uh, it's a crazy design. Yeah, yeah. It, it's impressive <clears throat> how it 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 like side loads and then flips up and all that stuff. Um, I still think got, I want his. Spring Thunder first, though. It's got, like, a, a breech block that tips down, and then the mag is sideways, and it's, like, three mags side by side. Right, right. And then it's got a pusher lever that pushes the darts up into the breech block, and then flip, and then the breech block flips forward, and the... Um, I don't remember if there's a pusher or if it's just three holes that made up to that and seal that breech block. But it was a pretty cool way to do it. Yeah. But yeah, Spring Thunder will probably be the next big blaster I build after. Oh, after so back. What's that? So back. Hang on. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Rarjar just released the Sobek, or didn't release, but he showcased it like today. Oh. Imagine a Spring Thunder that can take three round shells. Ooh. Wait. Well, what kind of three round? Because the current Spring Thunder three can do elites. Three elite. Okay. Because the current one can do three boomcos. Yes, I've, I've no, been, this does three elites. Boomco's dying. Yeah, Boomco's but I, I, I've been Boomco's hoard, gone. I've been hoarding Boomco darts whenever I come across them, just for when I do finally have a Spring Thunder. Sobek 2.0. The thing is giant. What's it called? Yeah, where is that? Was that on r slash nerf? It is our nerf, and it's right. It's sitting near the top of hot. You take a look. It's like this. number six or something. Enrique. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Hey, Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's good. It's good. I'm glad I got to get in a couple minutes. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation. What are we talking about? Oh, uh, just 3D printing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is a, apparently a successor to the Spring Thunder. I did see that. I've been able to um, to, to look at, at the nerfs lately. Yeah, and I believe it can fire three full-size uh, or full-length elite darts that's what, at once. That's it, what Meeker was just saying, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the big thing. That's the uh, the Spring Thunder's downfall right now. So that's Ooh. awesome. I'm going to need to get a hold of this guy and make a Mark 18 front for it. <laughs> yeah, make a custom flavor. So, no, that's I what mean, I should print. I should print a Mark 18. Yeah, I haven't, but, I haven't been able to check the nerfs in a while. So have you guys talked about all the things that have been going on in the last week or two? Might be a, might be a good time to update the viewers and me at the same time. Uh, uh, what, what do you mean, everything? <laughs> Elite 2.0 came out, right? Oh, that, so, that's irrelevant. Uh, I don't, I don't care about whatever. that. There's yeah. the, um, it's there's terrible. The, the new, what's the new rival shotgun? The longest, the the, the biggest penis extension ever rival? You know what? I didn't, I didn't see about this. Nah, whatever. Oh, yeah, that one. That one's, I kind of like that one. I like <laughs> the look of it. Yeah, I, I can't wait until uh, ZeroTech does a new grip for it because the... The the wood the faux wood stock looks kind of kind of bad to me. Kind of cringe. So I showed you guys my belt deed prototype, didn't I? Uh, yeah, I you, think so. You posted it in our Discord with the uh, the cloth belts. That's awesome. Yes, I saw a picture of that. I didn't get to read it, but I see there's a, a battle of the belts going on. Uh, there's a, a printed belt, and then you're doing the fabric belt. So yes, crazy. Belts. I have wanted to do belt feed for forever, like a decade at least. Um, and what always stopped me is that a belt made out of traditional, like, plastic hard links, like you can get in the, you know, Vulcan or any of the Dirt Zone blasters or whatever, would be very expensive to make. But this fabric belt, for a yard of fabric, I can make, like, 1,800 rounds. Which is dirt cheap. Just takes like labor. It's like $10. And labor. Yeah, lots of labor. And I made, like, 130 rounds worth of belt in about 15 minutes. So, it'd take a while, but once you did it, you don't need to really do it again, and it's not that bad. So how do you keep the spacing consistent for the darts? I have a special presser foot on my sewing machine that is wide enough that you can track. You use the edge of the foot to track where the previous stitch went, and so it just spaces the presser foot, you know, the right distance away from the other lines. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it it turned out to be super easy. I was trying to figure out how to make a jig and, like, how to roll the fabric over so it advanced just the right amount, and it's like, no, there's just a foot that's just the width you want it to be, and you... So with the foot as a guide. <laughs> Sweet. That's actually really nice. Yeah, the um like my table saw I use a like a saw uh, stop block to yeah. set distances, you know, repeatedly. So it's like the foot is your stop block. I guess it's not a positive yeah. stop because it's fabric, but still good. Yeah, no, but it's the same thing because I was trying to think of it I I come from a woodworking background too and I was I was trying to think of it like that. Like how do I get like a you know, like a finger joining jig or something like that where I can just progressively step this over? Yeah, yeah. No no no. You just get a thing that's got a little plate that's the right width. <laughs> you run it along that. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah, I like that. And I, I said table saw, compound miter saw, so you would know what you would know what I mean. If I yes. said the right thing. <laughs> I have I've used both of those. Yeah, I'm, 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 I've been doing a lot of work, uh, housework lately. So there's a my workshop is all set up downstairs. I'm doing good renovation work. So I just modified my uh, my workshop area. Oh yeah, what'd yeah. you do? Uh, here, hold on a second. If you look in the green room chat, I guess to do work. But hey, did the, you uh, did you make it so? Uh, describe it. Did you make it so guests can see that too? Uh, yes. Oh, you did it! Awesome. I have moved my printer off of that. Um... Oh, yeah. So it's not right. Or is your laptop still below the leaky pipe? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to run. Yeah, more... keep it there. I have to run new electrical before I can move it away from there. Yeah, so you, you have moved your bandanas. I liked your bandanas being on the rafters. I thought that was super cool. What made so, you move no, to the wall? Th- my bandanas were always along that wall. 
it's the foam uh, dart thunder buffs that are hanging from the rafters. Mm, they're still hanging then, right? Yes. The only thing I've changed okay. here is they all of my bandanas used to be spread open like the end war ones. Um, yeah. Now the um, BG Undead and the bandanas for uh, events I actually have a, haven't actually been to are folded up like the triangles. Do you have a bandana for an end war that has not happened? No, it's N- NVZ. The 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 one all the way to the left is NVZ, which I got at the first end war. They had a few extras, and then the one next to that okay. was the first Ragnarok. And then the green Ooh, one in the okay. green one in the middle is uh, an Athens bandana, and then the yellow and blue one are blue ones are. Um, no, no, you, you have a green one on the right side. When did Jet sponsor End War Jet Blaster? That's seventeen. That's seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so here's uh, before either me or Eric went to an End War. Yeah. Yeah. So before, and then before I knew what an End War was. So. so basically, what this has done is it's giving me my stop my soldering station back because that's where the printer was sitting before was on top of the uh, oh, okay. that bench there. Yeah, I I need to go down and clean up my workspace. Because so. while I've like, taken a break from 3D printing, it's kind of accumulated stuff. Yeah. The only thing but I need to... to clean off my bench in my 3D printing room. <laughs> it is full of all sorts of things. The only thing left i got to do down there is uh, there's a big glass table sitting in the middle of it that's just kind of shoved off to the side now because I needed to make room for the, the two shelving units that I moved in there. Well... You know what I was thinking about? Your your printer's in a good spot. you got ABS going. Um, do you have a project in the queue that you're working on? Uh, I'm working on some small things. Like, I, I, I don't have any lightsabers that I'm printing at the moment. I just finished a set of Asajj Ventress ones for uh, a friend for his birthday. Um, I have a friend that uses crutches. So uh, what I am in the process of printing at this very moment is um, these little crutch cup holders that... Um, she can uh, attach. It, it's it's basically cool. it's okay. think um, trying to think basic yeah like a it, it's two cups attached that are maybe two inches tall so she can stick the end of her crutches down in those uh, and then use a bungee cord or whatever to to strap the top of them on like her uh, scooter or she just got. Um, I forget the actual name of it. It's it's a special bike that you pedal with your hands. Um, but if she oh, nice. if she goes to get off the bike and like go into a store or something when she's out with the kids, she then needs her crutches. So to have them on the back of her, and it just keeps the the bottom portion of the crutch from you know sliding around and and falling to the ground, getting tangled or whatever. So um, she originally was using these cups that she had or that her husband had fashioned out of duct tape. I was like. I can make something better than that. And so I printed her some, but as we were uh, figuring out where to attach, I was like, Oh, you keep the, you keep your scooter in your car. Well, this is printed in PLA. That's not going to work too well. So once I had the ability to do ABS that, uh, that was on the agenda of things good, to, yeah. to redo for her. So I'm redoing that. You know, I was scrolling up our green room chat and I saw, um, armor's picture of the, uh, the Fidlock cup holder. Oh yeah. Do holder. I was just thinking, it's like that, that Fidlock technology, the only places I know people use is Nerf, and then um, Fidlock makes a special water bottle holder for uh, bicycles. So you missed it. We were talking about you, this you before we started part. the episode. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk about it later then. Yeah, that's Patreon content right there. Yeah. Shameless yeah, you're plugs. You were talking about water bottles for 15 minutes. Subscribe to our Patreon. 
Patreons, not only do they get uh, access to before and after, uh, they get to listen to us while we record. Hi, Slater. I can see you're listening right now. Um, They get, what else do our Patreons all get? They have a a special uh, secret chat in our Discord that uh, only our our, uh, Patreons have access to. Do I have to sign something for Patreon? Do we have to sign something for Patreon? Oh yeah, I do. I do have to. Oh, that's at an event. Okay. Oh yeah, one of our, so one one of our levels is called Bean Connoisseur, and one of the uh, yeah. perks is that uh, Tom will sign your your can of beans. You have to bring him a can of beans, and he'll sign it for you. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Good stuff. So I also saw. Um, oh, go ahead. You're going to say something, Tom? No, go for it. Subject. Yeah, I. Uh, I saw on the you know my favorite uh, Facebook page the uh, Printed Blaster Support and Rehab Group. Um, That's an we excellent have a, page. It is an excellent page. Yes, uh, I saw the uh, the release of the the new version of the um, the Twig Snake, the Night Snake, the the Snake the Snake family. It's coming out there. It's pretty cool. Nice little aesthetic upgrade, mag release upgrade too. I believe. Are you guys I don't, ready I don't, that much? I don't like the look of it. See. You are allowed to have an opinion. That's yeah, good. I'm, I like the look of the old Twig Snake more. I actually thought it was kind of a neat idea. It looks like he's making the front end modular, so you can like slap on, you know, however many cages you want onto there. So that's a that's a, a neat idea. Um, I don't think it's quite as easy to do as the uh, as the box fire, but you know, commendable. Uh, I need to fix that still. Dude, it's been it's been broken now for like over a year at this point. <laughs> your twig snake. Well, you haven't had a, a need to use. No, no, it, my so. uh, my foxfire. Oh, your foxfire. Oh, it, it's well. still been broken since from Pro Tour last. You year. haven't had a need to use it, so I, <laughs> it's it's literally sitting up. I just need to print the part. No, I already printed the part. I just need to rewire it. Come on, dude. It's not like you've been doing uh, anything during this quarantine. I've so been I, playing Yu-Gi-Oh and fishing. What else do I need to do? Mask enforcement. Yeah, I mean, I wear a mask too, but. How do you protect the fish, Tom? With a knife. <laughs> With a knife. This is my fish. Stay back, birds. Yeah. Yeah, I, I almost fought a duck yesterday. Did the duck, you know, come at you, bro? Or No, I was just going to fight a duck. Just because. Just you are going, you are going a little bit crazy. Okay. I, I would have done that before quarantine. Ducks had a duck. I, I, haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to scroll down the printed blaster support. So we, we talked about... In the world of 3D printed blasters, we talked about Meeker's, you know, belt-fed blaster. It looks, you know, I, I see that I'm looking at the actual video of you, of you using it right now. Um, it looks like it just needs a cage. Uh, have you have you made it able to fire yet? Well, it it's on a Griffin platform. I just redid the magwell so that the belt would feed through it. So cages exist. I could fire it. Um, the problem is I need to come up with a way to wind up the loose belt. Right now, that's me pulling the loose belt through the hole and, mm, and yeah. firing it. Um, I've got a couple ideas. The one I'm looking at right now is using like a tape measure inner spring to wind up a, a belt on the side so that it'll just spool up while you're firing. Whenever there's a whenever a dart empty leaves the chamber, it will wind up the slack and let you fire the next one. Um, you can use a child. Yeah. <laughs> just put them in a just backpack. Yeah, just have them keep pulling on it. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, motor feed is possible at some point in the future, or having maybe a some kind of rack and pinion with a clutch attached to the trigger. But um, to me, this seemed like the easiest 
and best solution. You'd be able to, I'm going to set it up so that you can manually add tension to the spring. So if you're running low or whatever, you can just wind it back up and it'll keep going. But Like a clock spring? We'll see. Kind of winding system? Yep. 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 Like a, I mean, just like a tape measure, but with a winder on it instead of a, right. um, the tape pulling out, then it'll just pull the tape in. Cool. I, uh, I like it. I like your, uh, your belt, reten- sort of your belt indexing system. It's like you have a hole that the belt has to pass through, but the belt isn't thin enough for the belt to pass through unless the dart has left the belt, right? That's exactly right. It's a dart yeah. shaped. I mean, really it's, it's a full dart top guide, right? Like it's yeah. a dart shaped circle that the dart sits in and there's a slot in that that the belt can fit through, but the dart can't. So, I mean, and then it might, going, it goes through. Sure. Yep. Yep. And it might end up being pretty accurate because of that, because the dart's completely contained and constrained in every direction. Yeah, I, I like that. It's clever. Good stuff. And See how that HPA, goes. Which nobody in our, we don't know anybody who uses HPA. <laughs> yeah, it's, would I, would I like to do an HPA blaster? Or I'd, I'd like to do an LPA one, but it just gets into so much stuff that's just hard to regulate right now. Yeah. I talk to Spectre and Naruto a lot, and uh, a lot of the HPA stuff goes over my head, but... The other problem is it's like a $500 startup cost. Yeah, it's, um, it's expensive to get into. And from what I've been told, it isn't legal to use at the field we like to play at. And yeah. it's, it's not that it's illegal nationally, and it's not illegal at the state level, and it's not illegal at the county level. It's a city-by-city city thing. And so the city we play, it's illegal there. But, I mean, maybe if we found one out in the sticks a little bit more, it wouldn't be. I don't know. Just need to start like your own Thunderdome. Yep. Well, in any private field, you can do whatever you want. But it'd be nice to have like a like a house battle. It'd be fun. Then you can do whatever you want, but then you can't. I don't know. Can't rely on. I don't want to have a bunch of people over to my house all the time. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would well, and HPA in the house does not sound like a good mix. No, it sounds like you need drywall. Flywheel, flywheels are plenty sufficient in the house. Yeah. yeah, there's no need. It's like a, a hammer know. shot I, I is sufficient wish. in the house, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, stock, stock a foam knife sufficient in the house. <laughs> I mean, if if there was if there was actually if I was ever to actually do a nerf war in the house, like no modded blasters would be allowed because I don't want my stuff being broken. You know, <laughs> you're gonna break well, stuff. Super stock has been fine for me historically because um, I'll I'll use them in the house, but. uh Anything more than, like, 140, 150, you're starting to get into questionable territory. And then much more than that, and yeah, it'll start denting drywall. Well, I have pottery on shelves, so... Take the pottery yeah, on the shelves! <laughs> yeah, there's, we, have, we, have decorative, we have decorative pottery. Dude, and you need to kick the pottery. house. Step yeah, one, well, eliminate knickknacks. Step two, nerf war. Yep. Yes, exactly, exactly. This house would actually be awesome for a nerf war. There's, like, two... There's two lines. There's like essentially two two parallel firing lanes with like different angles and views that could be used. It would be a really good place for that, but not going to happen. I've talked about it before, but I usually run a Nerf War at our church. And there are, it was built in like 1910 or something like that. And it's been added onto a dozen times since. Yeah, I so, remember you talking about that last time. Yeah, so there's like three levels and several different ways to get between levels and up and down and it it is a halo level that's um, awesome when you're playing nerf in there it's one place so badly so tom 
If, yeah. if, if we could ever somehow get, alarm. if we could ever somehow get to play at East Detroit High School, that's how that building is like because they've added on so many different times that there's like multiple different sections that you can only get to from certain stairwells and stuff. That would be oh, awesome. Yeah. We, social we, social we distance, that's closed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just have to pay to I was, uh, I was actually just looking at local airsoft arenas to see if we could uh, you figure know, something out with that. Um, one of the guys in our local club is uh, he works at a haunted house during Oh, Halloween. did he reach out to talk to you about no, that but, too? No, but I'm wondering if that's something that like he has enough pull with the people that run that. So he, he's actually the guy that bought my printer. Uh, he came over on Wednesday and we chatted for a little bit while he picked up the printer. Um, he said he was he was going to talk to his bosses about that and see what, what we could do. Oh, man, that'd be an awesome place to pick a Z13 back up. Yeah. And, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, did he say what they're doing with the property and during non-Halloween times? Oh, no. He did not. I'll we I'll message him. I'll ask him about it. Dude, oh man, if we could pick Z13 back up there, ooh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But it would also mean we could only be you know, like weather permitting. Agreed. Agreed. But hey, it's better than nothing. Oh, hold up. I don't know if you guys talked about this. I'm scrolling my favorite Facebook group because I haven't done it in about two weeks. Did you know that there's a sp- hey? Did you know there's a spamp? Uh, was this a three round uh, spamp magazine that yeah, somebody yeah. finally came out with? Oh, I need to print yeah. one of those for holstering. That's, I'm sure that's exactly what they have it for, right? For holstering. Yeah, it's for Probably. holstering. It, it fits in. It's got a butt plate and it fits in flush. It's something I'd been wanting to do. I wanted to do a single round version for a long time for spamp single hey, shot uh, rounds. Hey, link that in uh, the host chat or the or the green room chat. Can do. Can Sweet. do. To print one of those off, I need to find a holster for my spam so I can add it to my my battle belt. You know, because I run my hammer shot on the uh, the Lotus system at my back, but I need to get the spam in there somehow so that I can pull it reliably when I need to to so switch. I I think that the spam is more of a primary than a secondary. It, it is. It, it's small enough that I'm going to add it as a third blaster to my regular yeah. loadout. So my FDL will be my primary. But I want a backup blaster that I can still put my magazines into so that if the FDL's battery dies or it jams or something, I still have a primary level blaster that can take all 21 magazines that I have on my kit rather than pulling the hammer shot out and trying to pull darts piecemeal out of magazines that are already loaded and shove them down the front of the cylinder. Also, Gavin put the files up for the spam for purchase so you yeah. can purchase stls for the spam now and you can buy just kits from him too yes so let the spam love continue yeah. mm. or or if you're meeker you know instead of having loaded magazines you just have a bunch of sewn belts that you you drape over your uh your shoulders you look like uh <laughs> you're re- into a box <laughs> see i was thinking like you're ready you look like you're ready for a shootout at the the okay corral you know you walk in with like just uh ammo well, feet if they're draped over your shoulders well, yeah, you I pull one belt, off, and I think the belt thing is going to be pretty. I, I hope that catches on because it's it's a neat concept, something simple-ish that you know nobody's really, um, you know, thought yeah. to go down that road. If you before. if you can make it so you just keep adding tension periodically, that would be the best. That would be so cool. Yeah. Because then you can just have an infinite length belt coming out of a, a box or a drum or whatever, and just keep topping off the tension as you go along. That would be so cool. And. I haven't noticed any problem with leaving the darts just in the belts once you've loaded the belt because they're a little bit more of a pain to load than a mag is. 
But if you can just leave them in there all the time, well, load them up the week, two weeks, whenever you're just sitting around before, have them sitting in a box somewhere and pull them out when you need them. Yeah, unlike a magazine where they're going to squish the dart and the you know mm-hmm. pressing the spring. Great, lots of lots of positives to that. I, it's one of those things like I don't know I don't know a whole lot about you know real firearms or anything, but the Nerf side of things is making is is really fun to see all the pros and cons of different firing mechanisms and systems. Yeah, it's and it's weird how there's a lot of pros and cons to trying to use real steel mechanisms like a shotgun, a real shotgun cycles really smoothly but a nerf one you have to prime the spring while cycling it so it's always been kind of that holy grail hard to design thing and we've only got two or three that really work it's true well um tom i know you uh you're at the end i know we we're at the end of time for a lot of people right or do we have a few more minutes i should we just probably I, could wrap it up yeah, yeah. i should go spend time yeah, with my new pooch I just saw the. Uh, I just saw what time it was, and I noticed, you know, there was a, a hard stop listed. Uh, you guys had mentioned that, so yeah. good deal. Just so we ready to wrap it up, guys? Want yeah. to do yeah. shout-outs? Yeah, um, go for it. I got to think for a second about who my shout-out's going to be. Uh, I get. To, I get to do the cop-out shout-out. Uh, shout-out to our Patreons for supporting us. <laughs> because now, now I can just use that as cop-out instead of having to think of an actual shout-out. So shout-out to our Patreons. Shout-out to Slater for buying the most expensive one. Shout-out to Mike for also supporting us. Make sure Thanks, you get God. I think that's... That's... That is. Oh, okay. We have two. Support <laughs> us on Patreon, too. And send me, send me free stuff. I like that still. It's still a thing. My shout-out is going to be to Josh Hankin um, from Atomic. Uh, I'm in the process yeah. of um, building replicas of the... Um, 2019 detective special from blade runner one for me and one for a friend of mine from scouts and he is uh helping me out getting the um the translucent amber grips printed in resin so that they'll actually be see-through so i'm very nice very uh very excited to see how that um replica comes together that was the one part that i wasn't too keen on doing 3d printing because you know you can get you know translucent orange filament but it's going to be cloudy at best um and it just it wouldn't have looked quite right but now i'll have that like almost maple syrupy color grip to actually match the uh the chrome and black on the the blaster itself so hopefully that'll uh, turn out as well as as it i'm envisioning it if i can get the print quality on the chrome and black parts as good as my lightsabers have come out i i will be very happy with it so again shout out to josh for uh for hooking me up with those uh uh those grips resin printed grips Eric? well i've been out of the game for a while so um let's see who can i who can i say that isn't a repeat um Shout out to all our listeners, all each and every one of you. No, shout out to my wife for making, uh, for allowing me to have time to be able to hop on today. Um, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, shout out to Michelle. She's she made time, you know, for me to be able to do this kind of stuff right now. A um, little bit of a in a time crunch lately, so I'm just happy that I could that I could get on today, and I'll be getting back on in all the episodes in the future. Um, this won't, won't last forever, but yeah. Just a shout out to her for being an awesome partner in life. Wait, 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 wait. You just said that you being back on the episodes won't last forever? 
No, no, no. I'm saying that me having trouble getting on the episodes won't last forever. Oh, okay. Shout out to Maker for dropping stuff. That was that tape measure I mentioned earlier. <laughs> it's not attached. Ah. Yeah. Hey, do you have anyone to shout out, or are you good? Sure, yeah. The uh, the supporters that I've gotten on Etsy, I appreciate that you guys are now uh, willing to support me in that way, and it is helping me in a lot of ways, some of which I don't talk about in the Nerf community very often, but I do appreciate it, guys. <laughs> That's a shout-out to me. Yeah. Ah, you're uh, you. you're yeah, kind yeah. of a pioneer okay. in that in that aspect because you know you were I think the first person doing it. Now Gavin Fuzzy's doing it, and and uh, uh, there were some people I, who tried it before I did. Um, Blaster Forge used to try and sell that's files. True, Blaster Forge did. Right. Um, I I think I hit it uh, when the iron was hot and when it was actually viable to do because more people had printers, more people were interested in doing their own printing and we're seeing that, you know, the, the quality of print they can buy versus what it costs to do themselves is much lower. And there, there was a will to support designers in that way. Um, and then I talk with a lot of designers. So some of the ones who you see following suit have talked with me about it. Um, and we're kind of, you know, working together to figure out the best way forward. Cool. Well, I'm glad it's becoming a viable thing because, you know, the, it helps prevent the theft of your guys' IP and puts a little money in your pocket anyways. You know, when... It certainly reduces the impact of theft, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and in a, you know, like you said, a, a hobby where printers are becoming much more common, people want to print their own things. So it makes it easier on you to get your stuff out there, puts a little bit of money in your pocket and... Yeah, yeah let's us have and fun I think with the printers. breakthrough thing that that helped it make sense was writing the license, a custom one for this, but where the end user can do whatever they want for themselves, and they can sell one copy of their printed object. Yeah. So if they, if, if you want to make them to sell, buy a file, sell it, buy a file, sell it, keep doing that all day long. Uh, it, I get the fee out of it, and you get to get more and more clients and build your business. Sweet. All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Um, We will see you on the next episode. Uh, Go check out our Patreon to get behind-the-scenes content. And, Tom, what do you say? Uh, Send me free things. Hashtag free stuff. There we go. Uh, Bye, guys. No, you stop it right there. Cut it right. right that's where no. you stopped recording, right? Nope, never. Stop recording right there. Nope. Stop recording well, right there. Nope. That's the end of the How about now? Right How about there. now? Did nope. you do it yet? Nope. No, no, he already, he, already, he already stopped it, Eric. None of this is going in, so we can say whatever we want. Okay.